Oh, my piano. <laughs> Some content may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, We're in a basement. We are in a basement and it's cold. It is cold. It's, it's cold. cold. It's been basement. in the like tens at night. Yeah. It's been a rough one. Our thermostat was stuck at 63 for like a really long time yesterday. Damn. Miserable. God, I have heat and water. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell a story really quick? Absolutely. I'm Sierra, by the way. For people. Oh, I'm Colin. (laughs) (laughs) It was like nice. (laughs) Nice. You're the one that's like, we should do an intro. So I try to do an intro and you're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) You're Sierra. What? (laughs) We also have Annabelle, Mm -hmm. Sierra's roommate, in the room. She's our peanut gallery. Yep. And where's my dog? <laughs> Not in here. Pancake the dog might come back in. Did You'll you hear put her outside? And Did I put her outside and forget? <laughs> like outside, outside? Open the door. Oh god, am I gonna be a bad mom? Pancake! Yay! Oh, she wasn't outside in the freezing cold. <laughs> no, she she's was fine. Just in the hallway. She was just in the hallway. She's like, Yay! sitting outside the door good like, girl. what the fuck, mom? <laughs> Anyways, Pancake is here. What a good just being so good just waiting wasn't outside mom just here yeah you gonna tell me a story it's the holiday season i have watched (laughs) 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 seven seven oh my god six or seven horrible just butt ass (laughs) bad fucking christmas movies all right since thanksgiving i have watched seven and it has been a week so basically one a day i I doubled up on a couple days i haven't watched one recently but i have watched seven hallmark or worse christmas movies (laughs) one of them we watched together and it must have been a family produced film because everybody (laughs) had the same last name what was it like garfield or something guess what? <laughs> what one of the youtubers that i watch which i hate that sentence that just came out of my mouth but one of the youtubers that i watch just did a video about this horrible movie and guess who was in it the same lawrence the family? fucking lawrence family <laughs> the lawrence bros when we say lawrence bros we literally mean that like five people in this fucking mistletoe mix-up movie that we found on amazon fucking prime Like, five of these cast members, Lawrence. Last name, Lawrence. And they all looked fucking identical. And then they're, yeah. God, and they're so good at making bad movies, and I love it. I love a good bad movie. You know what I mean? Like, bad movies that are so bad, they're good. You can't, you can't help but giggle. And I love to do a giggle. They're pretty bad. They're all so so bad. bad. They all follow the same tropes. (sighs) Businesswoman doesn't have time for family time in small town. So then businesswoman goes out and meets small town man and then they fall in love and then there's some debacle and then it's Christmas and then they fall in love. Ugh. I know. And that's the formula. I watched one about fucking lesbian cowgirls. At Business, least they got away from the straight trope, but still. Business femme, lesbian cowgirl, business lesbian cowgirl, femme. <laughs> Film. <laughs> you know? Great. Yeah. Anyways, I've been Queer having rights. I've been having a wonderful Christmas season so far. It's the first day of December. My back hurts. I put up two Christmas trees today. Oh, it was rough. It was it's a lot rough of Christmas one. trees. Seven seven and a half for feet. One by girl. The way. Wow. Five five feet tall. So wow. you do the math. I get a really big step stool. I just stood on chairs. I couldn't find a uh, ladder. You said you're five feet. You're four foot eleven. I know. You liar. I know. You slipperly, slippery little Yeah, sometimes I lie. Snake? <laughs> sometimes I just lie. Salamander. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, I am. Slippery little salamander. Snake stack, snake stack. So, what are we doing? We are doing something. <laughs> As we do every week on the podcast in the basement. 
you're, we do you're something. about to blind react to my story. Oh shit! From history. Oh my god. And or real life. We're doing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing the whole thing. The whole bio. Buckle up. Ah, oh, there we go. I have we to are put this strapped down. in. Alrighty. Where are we going? Tell me a story. We're hopping in the time machine. Mm-hmm. We're going all the way back to ancient times. Okay, how ancient is ancient? Rome ancient. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're in Rome. I don't know anything about Rome. Ancient Romans? I know. They like to play with their food. In what way? What do we... What, what they, do you mean? They've discovered that food can be a form of entertainment. Oh. Food fight. Mm-hmm. They're serving exotic dishes to the rich and stuffing things inside other things to make it a surprise. So whatever you want to do to make food comedic or cool or surprising or... Get a good laugh out of it. Yeah, because why the fuck not? And if you're rich, why not? Rome, make food a debacle. (laughs) You pick. So stuffing things inside other things. For example, if you carve into a cow and you find a pig inside, and inside that you find a lamb, (laughs) and then a rabbit, and then a chicken, and then a mouse... And then you open Pretty the mouse, cool. and, there, <laughs> and there's a baby mouse. <laughs> a pregnant mouse. <gasps> mouse abortion. Okay, so we're doing a whole Russian doll thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. And this practice of cooking things inside of other things lives on today. Stuffing a turkey. In the form of a turducken. An American yes. delicacy. yes. Have you ever heard of a turducken? I sure fucking have. Uh, me too, partner. I sure turd fucking have. <laughs> I tur sure for ducking have. <laughs> <laughs> but this practice also lives on in dinner parties for sheiks. So if your guest is really special, you'll cook eggs or fish inside a chicken, inside a lamb, inside a camel. What? Yeah. A okay, camel. okay, wait, 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 wait. An egg or a chicken in... Or an egg or a fish. Okay, egg... Multiple <sighs> eggs or fish. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> and all of this, each layer, there's also rice and some other stuff to make it... Just stuff it, you know? Fill so, the thing up. Fill the other animal. Okay, so I get an egg. I put it inside... A of, lot of eggs. Okay, two eggs. Twelve eggs. Twelve eggs. Okay, carton of eggs. Go to the yep. store, get a carton of eggs. And a bunch of rice. And a bunch of rice. I stuff that egg and rice, eggs, plural, and rice, into a fish. No, into a chicken. Into a chicken. Yeah. And then I take that chicken stuffed with all that shit. Maybe multiple chickens if you get a big lamb with more rice. There's so many details. (laughs) Yeah. How are they? All right. We're just putting shit inside of shit, huh? But it's kind of simple. It's like, if it's not full yet, put some fucking rice inside. Yeah. So what about quinoa? the process is <laughs> maybe who they knows? Use quinoa? I'm not I'm not well versed okay. on dinner for sheiks. Yeah. So you boil each of the animals separately. Which imagine boiling a camel. Have you ever boiled any meat? No. Like have you ever boiled Wait. chicken to cook it? I mean, like where you it's vacuum packed meat that you boil sous vide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've done that before, but I have never. All right. Fancy pants. I've never boiled it without one time like, pan- something keeping the water separate from the thing. One time, Pancake's butt was really sick, aka she had diarrhea. And that's what the residents say. <laughs> they say their butt's sick. <laughs> I got a fucking sick butt, dude. Um, <laughs> no, what am I. Okay, I'm not going to get into it. It made me giggle when she said that. She said, my butt's been sick. And I said, it's sick. Um, I had to boil chicken for pancake because she was sick because of something she ate. And the internet and the veterinarians, veterinarians, tell you to boil chicken and rice and feed it to your dog. Why not fry it? Because oils are No, like just cook the chicken normally because chicken is chicken i don't know maybe to make it easier to digest maybe because it's more water to boil I don't ah know. see these people are smart they're <sighs> like we got a really big pot and a camel can fit inside let's make this easy to digest yeah and boil it yeah 
Great. Boil okay. it. Boil well, it. Well, you answered it. a lot of questions I had Boil all about it. my own episode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you stuff each layer inside the layer with a bunch of rice and other shit. Yeah. You wrap the whole thing in palm leaves yeah. and then broil it over a charcoal pit. Period. Go off. It takes up to 24 hours to cook a stuffed animal, but it can feed up to 80 people. Well, if you're going to cook a stuffed animal, it's going to catch on fire. Not a stuffed camel. Stuffed, stuffed animal. Camel, not stuffed animal. <laughs> stuffed animal. If you're going to cook one, it's going to catch on fire, Colin. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. It takes how long? I'm sorry. I got stuck on stuffed animal. It takes up to 24 hours. Okay. Do you think that Gordon Ramsay would eat one of these? I feel like he would try because it's like a... Historical it's a traditional thing. food. Yeah. He's got to honor the... Yeah. It's like the turducken of the <laughs> Middle East. Yeah. Turducken of the Middle East. Great. We're in a basement. <laughs> turducken of the Middle East. Okay. Back to the ancient Romans. So the ancient Romans, they're playing with their food. This goes on for generations. Well, yeah. Until suddenly it's medieval times. Ugh. Royals are pretending like their food is still alive. Literally, they're posing their food so it looks like it's in action. So they're dressing roosters in armor. They're shoving apples in pigs' mouths. And they're even lighting alcohol on fire to make it look like dead swans can breathe fire. Is that where apples in pigs' mouths came yeah, from? Yeah, because huh. it looks like the they're animal's eating. still alive. It's eating. like, a, it's a joke, kind of. Yeah. Like, the pig is obviously ha, ha, dead. Ha, ha, We're eating it. Ha, 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 ha. But ha, ha, it's still... Yeah. I didn't know that's where that came no. from. I didn't I think that. that that was a real thing. Yeah. And what's weird is today we're so desensitized, or we, we are so not desensitized to seeing the actual animal we're eating. Yeah. That this all sounds insane. Yeah. Because imagine you're about to have swan for dinner and you see the swan dressed up and it's breathing fire on the table little, in front of you. Wearing a little hat. Yeah. You know? Also, this made me realize, <laughs> you know, when you had this mystery of the um, dolphins breathing fire in yes. Anna Ivanovna? Anna Ivanovna? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I have no idea. Her castle? Yeah, yeah. They were probably using alcohol as the fuel. We're the dumbest <laughs> fucking people on the planet. <laughs> gunpowder. Gunpowder would explode. Ooh. They had to have gas lines. They had gas lines. <laughs> They're Russian. They drink vodka, dumbasses. I wonder uh. who is yelling that at their car. You know what I mean? While they were driving and listening to us. Probably I Jake. know you bitches Jake, drive and listen Jake to us. Jake is probably Ugh. yelling at his car. His school bus. His, yeah. It's vodka! <laughs> <laughs> No, we would have gotten a very um, pointed TikTok sent to us if he was actually mad. That's what Jake does. <laughs> I love you, Jake. I love you, Jake. And I said I love you too, as if my name were Jake. Me, me, me. No, wait, me. I love you too. Wait, Jake. Wait. I want affection. So this whole thing has moved its way into medieval tradition. Yeah, we're partying, and we're uh -huh. partying with our animals insides. Uh-huh, exactly. And outsides. And so the old French named it, and they named it Entremet, Entremet? Entremet. Which is actually probably how you say it. It's still, a, it's still a title that's used today. Okay. So the practice initially is small dishes between courses. Okay. And the name literally means between servings. Okay. But today, it usually refers to a dessert. So okay. we go back to French medieval. Yeah. The entremont is literally an entertainment between servings of your dinner. So right. it's the entertainment portion. Oh. So between courses, you'd have wine fountains <gasps> or even live actors acting in castles made of meat. <laughs> meat castle meat castle meat castle <laughs> after all if you have a shitload of money why not waste it on food you'll never eat yeah it seems to be the trend yeah unfortunately yep. then in 1454 a man named philippe le bon changed it all he hosted a banquet in lily france for the only the finest of the french people all right when guests entered they passed by a real-life lion before being escorted to their seats. Did they kill the lion? I... No, it was live. It was chained I know, up. but did they eventually... I don't know what happened to the lion after. Did it wear a wig? Probably. Okay. 
Because it's a French party, He's a of little course. guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a wig. wig. Yeah, yeah, he has a wig, of course. <laughs> During the meal, guests saw a fire-breathing dragon flying above their heads. A, quote, small boy mounted on a deer moved amongst them, singing in a duet, which the deer took the melody line. <laughs> and I have as many questions as you do. Okay. Because I don't wait, know how wait, deer sing. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, so, okay, there's a fire-breathing dragon. Does that have anything to do with the kid and the deer? <laughs> no, that's okay. just a separate thing. Where the fuck? I, I have questions about that, first of all. What I do don't you mean know. a fire-breathing dragon? Don't know. Dragons are real. I don't know what it was. Last time it, I fucking checked. Okay, but if you look at, like, old-timey... I'm so mad about dragons. Like, 1900 stuff that was supposed to look realistic. Okay. And it looks like... A kindergartner made it? Yeah. Like the Easter Bunny Paper from mache. 1901. <laughs> yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So So I imagine there's... that it was, it could have literally just been a guy on a rope <laughs> spitting out vodka and lighting it on fire. That'd be sick. And they're like, oh, it's a dragon, even though he's not wearing anything to lend you to believe that he's supposed to be a dragon. Okay. Welcome, Who knows? Welcome to Roman. This is a jackass. <laughs> That's what France. that sounds like. France. Welcome to France. This is Jackass. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. They literally like. had what's his bucket up there. Steve O? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like probably. that would be Steve O. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's, <laughs> a dragon! Let's go back to the boy riding the deer, singing a little diddle, you know? Yeah. So he's on a de- He's mounted on a deer. Okay. Quote, mounted. Oh. That's why I quoted that because I don't know what that means. Just if sitting, he sat there or if he was strapped like, on. He's on it, I think. I think he's just like on it. Yeah. And so they're moving amongst <laughs> the, the crowd. <laughs> the crowd of people sitting and eating. Yeah. Singing. But he's singing a duet with the deer. Okay, so the deer was like have you ever like you know how elks make their sounds like <laughs> <laughs> who knows it probably no, was somebody probably... dressed like a deer and he was sitting on top oh, of them oh i didn't even think about that i was like this is a real deer <laughs> and he's kicking it or doing something to make it like deer noise you know yeah, make the deer make a noise and he was singing with it i don't know Pitching. it's also like it's totally possible that somebody wrote this down that was at the dinner and it's a total lie. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like 1454 That'd be reporting. So fucking funny, dude. <laughs> there was a dragon, there was a kid riding a deer. And also translation. What if deer means like some slur dragon. for another woman? He's like riding some woman's back. What if everything is a slur? <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, yeah. allegedly there's this deer with this guy on top. And what baffles me most about this is the deer has the melody line. Period. Holding up the whole show. I agree. <laughs> carrying. Car- that deer is carrying that little boy. Physically and metaphorically. <laughs> yep. You know who else was being carried? And vocally. A lady reading poetry. Yeah. On an elephant. <gasps> wow. She's just up there reading poetry. She's no, so no, okay. She was okay. I skipped over a bunch of details because it's cool. irrelevant. <laughs> but she was supposed to be like some saint and it was some okay. text from something. Like there is actually details on if that. It's from but... that goddamn book that we didn't read. I don't think it is. Okay. I imagine like a crowd <laughs> of people just hooting and hollering. There's fucking a deer going by. There's a dragon. Like, I'm imagining all of this happening at once. And then there's just some chick on an elephant so high above everybody else that she's reading her little poems and nobody's hearing her. And so then I went back. And it's like a roar of people down below. No one can hear her. No one knows she's up there. Don't get squished. That's it. I don't know exactly. So... Because this is between courses, if yeah. you have a seven-course meal, those each could have happened at different times. I imagine they just let them all loose <laughs> every single time. Two hands doing two different things. Yep, exactly. Yeah. What, like you, all of them, let them all go, <laughs> yep. you know? I agree. Thank I you. like that idea. Thank you. So all this shit is happening, yeah. maybe at the same time, maybe separately. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But the real drama was right before dinner. Okay. Once the guests were seated at their tables, an enormous pie was brought out. <gasps> then, out of nowhere, there was music. Oh. And slowly, the top of the pie was lifted off, revealing 28 musicians <sighs> inside the pie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No. <gasps> Old-timey wow. France, yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> they can we, bake a we, giant pie and put 28 people in it. We, we, France, period. That's insanity. Oh, that's so good. So I'm I sure it was that. just like a pie crust, but. Okay, yeah. A pie crust. <laughs> a piece of wood that was painted to look like a pie crust. Ooh. Uh, ah, I like uh, that better. Yeah, me too. So for centuries, this idea of entertaining with food lived on. Yes. You're wealthy. Why not waste your food? Yes. One of the most popular practices, probably because it wasn't super expensive, but still surprising and entertaining, was to place birds and frogs into giant pies. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, li- okay, live birds and frogs, and you put them, you bi- you. I'll tell you. Okay. So there's a 1474 (laughs) Italian cookbook that explains how to do it. Quote, in the empty space that remains around the small pie, put some live birds, as many as it will hold. And the bird should be placed in it just before it is to be served. And when it is served, before those seated at the banquet, you remove the cover above and the little birds will fly away. This is done to entertain and amuse your company. And in order that they do not remain disappointed by this, cut the small pie up and serve. So you have a small pie that's actually for eating, an enormous pie that has the small pie and the birds inside it. And then you lift the top of the pie of the big pie off, and the birds fly away, and then you you serve and eat the little pie. My my worms. My worms. (laughs) My worms. My worms have so much to process. First of all, how do you get the birds to agree? It's non-consensual. You literally... What, chuck the birds into the pie and then get a lid and close it real quick? I don't... I don't like, what are the logistics be, on that? There's got to be something they're doing to those fucking birds. There's got to be a birds. technique to yeah. get them in there. Yeah. And then, why are the birds not eating the pie, the smaller pie? I was wondering that, huh? too. Huh? I don't What's know. What's that all about? Have you ever those seen... Those birds are just minding their own business in there? Absolutely I not. I don't know. Have you ever seen the um, pie birds? They're little ceramic birds that you place in the middle of your pie. No. So that it vents correctly? No. That's where this comes from. Oh. Or th- that's fun. This is where that comes from. Rather. I made peppermint bark today at work. Woof! The literal... <laughs> Sorry, that's... that's... I did not mean to peek, but... Like, dude, go fuck yourself, <laughs> honestly. Me? Yes! Anyways, I made peppermint bark at work today. And I... <laughs> this is relevant. I straight up was so nervous about fucking it up because i hate cooking and baking and i'm not good at it and i'm so afraid of fucking it up especially when i'm doing it for the first time Uh uh-huh and i somehow fucked it up oh no not that bad anyways here's my third thought about these whole birds and these pies all right we're in the time of men not believing women about things Nope, this is too deep. No, never mind. The worms, the, okay. The worms. The worms are not going to be able to get this sentence out, so it doesn't matter. Is this where strippers and cake come from? Because I swear to God, Colin, if Maybe. this episode is about strippers and Maybe. cake, I'm going to be so fucking excited. Are you kidding me? We'll find out. We'll find out. It's about strippers and cake. We'll find out. <sighs> I can't wait. So yeah, lots of birds in pies. Um. Yeah. Food okay. entertainment lives on. Fine. It was accessible. You could have it cheap. Okay. There's literally, you just have to find some fucking birds. <laughs> <and bake. laughs> this is and also... you got yourself a party. Exactly. This is also where the popular nursery rhyme, Sing a Song of Sixpence, comes from. Here's a little bit yeah, of it. Yeah, please. Sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye, four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. When the pie was opened, the birds began to sing... Wasn't that a dainty dish to set before a king? That's a fun little ditty. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. Boo. 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 <laughs> Boo nursery rhymes. But I was always confused. First of all, why do you have fucking rye in your pocket? No, the pocket is the rye. No, wait. A pocket full of rye. What's rye? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> We're not going to try and, like, analyze this poem right now. Rye is a type of bread. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Last but time that, I checked. The piece that it doesn't make sense, never made sense to me until now, was four and 20 blackbirds baked in a pie. Because why would you bake birds in a pie? That's not going to taste very good. 24 birds. Four and 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 24 birds in a pie. No more, no less. I understand what you're saying, though. 
It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. How are you getting the birds in the pie? How are you getting the birds to agree? What kind yeah. of deal do you have? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Birds aren't real. Birds are controlled by the government. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. I just figured it out. What? Okay, you said that rye is rye bread. That's what you just said, right? <laughs> I said it very questioning. No, you said rye is bread. I said rye is bread? Rye bread. Rye is bread. Like wheat bread or white bread. Yeah. Rye is a type of bread. So it's a type of like... Wheat, grain. Wheat is a type of bread. Green. Green. It's a type of grain. It's a type of grain. Rye is a type of grain. Thank oh, you for coming to the basement. <laughs> I hope you feel like you learned something today because I don't. <laughs> At all. <laughs> rye is a grain. <laughs> And for some reason, you have a pocket full of it. And also, you can put birds in a pie and they're fine with it. (laughs) Apparently. So 1626 rolls around. Okay. Entertaining with food becomes popular again when the Duke and Duchess of Buckingham gave Charles I a pie. And from it jumped a little person. And now we're going to jump ahead a little bit. Oh, God. To the late 1800s. Ugh. By this time, the role of emerging from pastries was exclusively reserved for attractive women. Yep. So before it was this little person, this little man. Yep. Uh, now it's and, a sexy lady. And now it's 1895. We're at a dinner party in New York. Yeah. It's hosted by an architecture firm, McKim, Mead, and White. Perfect. Is what? it a bunch of white people? Yes. Okay. Obviously. Thank you. It's just three white dudes, and they're like, you know what we should do? We got to put a lady in a cake. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> It'd be fucking so sexy, dude. So Stanford White is one of these hosts. He's the same guy that created the Washington Square Arch and Greenwich, Wh- Greenwich Village in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Good for you for just powering through. I think you should do that more often. Thank you. Own your stutter. <laughs> <laughs> Own the fact that you can't speak English. Or maybe read. Or maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> it's all words. It's all words. All worms. <laughs> all worms. All worms, no breaks. The worms don't know how to read. That's why you can't read. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's the worms. We just spend, We just blame all mental illness on worms. On the worms in your brain. Absolutely. My worms are sad today. I said that there were My worms. worms have depression. I said in our meeting today, our manager's meeting today, <laughs> I said there are worms in my brain. I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. And they all looked at me and Lisa laughed. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. Ugh. All right. So there's this big arch. You've probably seen pictures of it. It's a blocky looking giant arch honoring George Washington in the middle of town. His like sure. crowning achievement, whatever. Yeah. Blah, 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 whatever. There's pictures on the blog. America, nobody fucking cares. (laughs) Anyway, we're at this party. They bring out an enormous pie. Yes, yes, yes. And suddenly a girl pops out of the pie. Yes, yeah. And I say girl because her name's Susie Johnson, and she's only 15 at the time. Okay. And what is she wearing? Nothing. Only a very translucent piece of gauze. Ooh. Like what mummies wear. Mummies. (laughs) Mummies and daddies. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I was going for. I understand. A tiny, tiny little just thin fucking like. It's just translucent. Like she's basically wearing nothing. Yeah. And she's 15. Barf. Showing her bits to a bunch of adults. Get over yourselves. Like just leave the kids alone. Yeah. Leave Brittany alone. Yeah. So we'll come back to this. Okay. But this night becomes known as the Pie Girl Dinner. Perfect. Making front page news and throwing pretty girls in cakes into mainstream culture. By the 1950s, it wasn't a party without a pretty girl and a cake. And there was... (laughs) Honestly? Like, yeah. I get it. (laughs) I mean, same. (laughs) Yeah. So there's an industry for it now. One San Francisco baker told the Associated Press this years later... That he was able to charge $2,000 for cakes with cylinders inside for dancers to hide in. This would be the equivalent of $22,000 today for a fucking cake. Just so a girl can jump out of it? Yeah. Also, what are the logistics of the actual stripper coming out? Does she have to, like, crouch down and then... Yeah, it's... Whee! I'm pretty sure When they a, open the yeah. lid, you know? I think when... I think it's essentially waist height. So you would crouch down and then when somebody knocks okay. is when you're supposed to lift up. Got it. And then you lift up out of the cake. And since Got there's it. a cylinder, the cake is protected essentially. Yeah. But it's either that cake is fake and you don't eat that cake mm. 
or you fuck that cake up <laughs> yeah and usually there's another cake if you are planning on cake. doing this yeah if you, know. you could have a stripper in a cake what flavor cake would you want <laughs> and what would your stripper's name be Eleanor. Yeah, period. <laughs> um, and it would be <laughs> Eleanor. Um, She's glassy. What's that? What's that really red one? <laughs> Isn't it like devil's something? That can't be real. You cannot. You no. It's red velvet, baby. Red velvet. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you oh mean? I'm god. sorry. It's like forgetting. It's mean? like forgetting. <laughs> it was forgetting. I'm sorry. My worms have dementia. <laughs> I don't have dementia. My worms do. <laughs> Imagine when we're fucking 80 in the. Oh, fuck. Bleep it. <laughs> in the unmentioned place that I work. <laughs> and we're just. I don't have dementia. My worms have dementia. Oh my God. We're going to be the worst old people ever. We're going to sit in this exact configuration. We're going to be in her room. She's going to be on hospice for years. She's never going to die, though. She's just going to be close. Just really close. She's going to be horizontal, and you and me, 85, demented as hell, couldn't even pass a BIMS or a mocha, for that fact. Exit seekers. (laughs) Just doing laps. Anyways... Okay, so you're Eleanor in some red velvet, huh? Yeah. yeah. What would okay, you have? I would also have red velvet with buttercream icing. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Or I'm cream not cheese. Just have a naked cake. Buttercream or cream cheese. That's for the stripper cheese. inside the cake. Yep. Ooh, oh, cream, cream cheese. cheese oh, so good, dude. Okay, and then I think my stripper's name would be. <laughs> now I'm really thinking about it. It'd probably just something real basic, Stephanie. <laughs> it's just a girl Geneva know? like the convention not the person <laughs> my childhood's dog my childhood right. dog's name Geneva that's, that's my stripper's name my childhood dog's name Geneva is my stripper in a cake's name oh my god Geneva in some red velvet with buttercream frosting <laughs> period oh man anyway and then the cake design on the outside is a portrait of my dog <laughs> nobody knows why <laughs> There's and, no explanation. And Steph or in Geneva, sorry, Geneva Stephanie. <laughs> Her middle name is Stephanie. Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she comes out of the cake and she's wearing Geneva's collar. <laughs> so $22,000 for a fucking cake. Mm-hmm. That's the cost before you hire someone to jump out of the cake. Oh, right. You got to pay the talent. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So how much are we thinking here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how expensive it is to hire people to jump out of cake. Oh, my God. So by the 1970s, <sighs> yeah. women's rights had made strippers and cakes a lot less feasible. Boo. Because now there's women in the workforce. Uh. So you can't bring a stripper to perform at your work function. <laughs> I just want to say, just for a second, I <laughs> I love women. I'm a woman. Um, I just I just love booing things. <laughs> um, did you say boo? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> you said, you said uh, strippers and cakes aren't that popular anymore, and I said boo or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was because of feminism. I'm a so, feminist. Yeah, it used to be like wherever men dominate, there would be strippers and cakes. So your workplace... Work parties, there's going to be a stripper and a cake. The bar. Uh-huh. Probably. Probably. <laughs> and now it's reserved pretty much only for bachelor parties. Well, so yeah. it's falling out of practice. <laughs> falling out of practice. Happy retirement, Joe. <laughs> stripper and a cake pops out. <laughs> like, it's... Uh, where else are you going to... Like, it's a, such a silly thing, you know? Yeah. Vegas. That's the only other place I can think of strippers and cake being. Nowadays, strippers and cakes are like kind of goofy. They're reserved mostly as a joke for minor celebrities and in places like Vegas. Period. I'm a genius. You are. And it's no longer an artsy craft. Like before it's you have to have this ornate cake that has Mm -hmm. to be well decorated Mm -hmm. and it has to just be enormous and you don't expect it. Now it's literally you just need to hire a stripper and find something that looks like a cake for them to jump out of. Yeah. You can make a cardboard cake, frost it, and then you're good. Cardboard cake. Mm. And there's even Instructables on the internet 
the wonderful World Wide Web. Instructables. The www. Instructables, huh? Yeah. On how to make your <laughs> own stripper cake. <gasps> yeah. Are we going to do it live on the podcast? What? Did you make one? What? No. Oh, why are you looking at me like that? Because I didn't want to do that live on the podcast. You, look, you looked at me and bit your lip. I said, what? You brought a stripper and a cake? I wish. I wish I knew a stripper that would jump in a cake. I know a stripper, and she would probably jump out of a cake, honestly. I know people that do sex work, but I don't know anyone that does stripping. Actually, I know male strippers. Even better. Even better. True. Oh, my God. Sexy men in case. <gasps> Listen, both of Let's you. Let's spin this bitch if around. I, right, that's what I'm saying. If I ever get married... Listen to me, both of you. At my bachelorette party, I want a male stripper in a fucking red velvet cake with buttercream icing. And I swear and to God. And if his name is not Geneva, and I'm, I'm suing. <laughs> I'm almost going to sue. No, I don't care what the fuck his name is. I just want a smoking hot dude to jump out of a fucking cake for me. Thank you. Can That's my one dying wish. I don't know why you wouldn't do that on your wedding day. On my wedding day, he jumps out of the cake. Yeah. Instead of me walking down the aisle, he just fucking comes out of a cake. Both. Yeah. You can have your cake and have a man jump out of it too. Yeah. I want him to be like propelled into the air. <laughs> like he is on a stage down below, like six feet under. Oh my God. You know? he, he pops out. And like then like the. Hannah you know, Montana style. Yeah. You know how yeah. like Billie Eilish like comes out of the ground and like does a big hop, you know? Yeah. At her. Uh, performances does she come out of a cannon how do they do that it's just like a stage and it just rises up really fast oh i thought you meant she and jumps. so she well but like as soon as it hits the top she jumps and so she jumps even higher that's what i want that's where i want my stripper to be coming out of just fucking shooting out of that bitch landing right on my face absolutely <laughs> can make it happen thank you we just need the pyrotechnics guy <laughs> exploding strippers <laughs> <laughs> perfect so great all that we're here strippers and cakes it's a thing we did it yeah but we're missing a very important piece here yay and we're gonna go back to 1895 to okay. the pie girl dinner the pgd pgd we're in new york city <laughs> it's like at... hot girl summer pie girl dinner <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm we're... having a pie girl dinner right now please gosh so we're in new york city at stanford white's party and Nikola Tesla's there. It's an insanely expensive dinner. A ticket was... I just got nervous when you mentioned that name. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know either. It could be the last half of it. Nikola yeah. Tesla. Yeah, it's that one for sure. I feel like Elon Musk is just going to come through my front door now. Right into the basement. He might. I own Twitter. I own Twitter. I own Twitter. I own Twitter. <laughs> so a ticket to this dinner was 2,300 times the daily wage of a blue collar worker at the time. Awesome. So you have to work rich. for like no three, four no. years, something for one ticket. That isn't is that insane. Crazy. Okay, can we switch subjects here really quick? Just really, really quick. I'm so sorry, but I have to bring this up. Taylor Swift and her concert tickets. Yeah, her tour tickets, bitch. What I don't understand is she released the worst album of her career. <laughs> and then people are freaking out about pre-sale tickets to it. I mean, I know it was for hype and it was the clout aspect of like, holy shit, these tickets are hard to get. So people are rushing through to get them, even if they don't even like Taylor that much. But it's insane. Here's the thing. Taylor Swift is not that active in society. Unless she's dropping new music or... It benefits her greatly in some way. She does not exist in the social realm, in society. You know what I mean? Unless she's dropping music, she's on tour, or she's saying something, saying that, you know, blah, 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 that happened, you know. She's going to comment on it if it makes her look good. And if yeah. it, you know what I mean? See, I don't. But here's the thing. Taylor Swift fans are so fucking ride or die because that's all they see. Right, but it's also like if you don't want to be tuned in or a part of like there's no reason to participate if you don't want to. Right. And she has no moral ob I mean, there's a little bit of quote moral obligation because you're wealthy to participate. Yeah. But it's also like she genuinely has no obligation to be a part of that yeah. discourse. Well, or I'm whatever what, she you know. What I'm saying is is that the Taylor Swift fans are gonna support Taylor Swift no fucking matter what. Right. But that's see that's crazy. what's weird. That's but what's crazy. weird is it was the worst album she's ever released and 
I don't know. Immediately I, after, she releases the pre-sale and Ticketmaster goes down and then Ticketmaster fucks over a bunch of people and then nobody's able to get their tickets and But Taylor it's also Swift poor planning. Doesn't do anything about it. Literally nothing about it. They knew that there was going to be a lot of people and they knew their site couldn't support that many people. So they tried to give pre-sale codes so only specific people could get tickets. Right. And that didn't work. Well, yeah. I have a comment. They gave pre-sale code, but they didn't have them put in a fucking password to get into the pre-sale. <laughs> like mm. anyone could get, like, get in. It wasn't selective. So anyone could have gotten into the pre-sale and that's why they ran out of tickets to go into regular sale. Oh, so and Taylor did make a statement on it on her Instagram. Story. Yeah, say? so they didn't link the pre-sale code to the customer account or anything. Correct. That's stupid. Yeah, it's it was so stupid. I mean, and then there's you, also like the Mastercard like early access or whatever too, they or like Amex just... or something. In her statement, she basically said that her and her team were told that they could handle the capacity that they were expecting and that they couldn't and that they are devastated. But I like saw a TikTok and it was a girl. And it's like they like they, they knew. If they cared about the fan experience and, like, the fans in general, tickets wouldn't be as expensive as they were. Yeah. Because, yeah. holy fucking shit, it was thousands, like, hundreds and thousands of dollars for one ticket. It's just weird. It's so fucking weird. And, like, now we're talking... See, that's the thing. You generate a buzz, and now right. us losers are talking about her Damn in a basement. It. Fuck. Damn you, Taylor. You tricked us. God damn it. We got got. We got got. Taylor got us. Taylor got us. Ugh. So a ticket was 2,300 times the daily wage of a blue collar worker at the time. <laughs> three. It's like three and a half years. Yeah. Without holidays yeah. or breaks. Every day. No breaks. It's insanity. And that's just buying the ticket. One ticket. Yeah. Just to go watch a stripper jump out of a pie, huh? That's insane. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. I can't. Yeah, so it's just one percenters at this party. Yeah. And at this point, I'm going to give a content warning because we're about to get into a portion that mentions some sexual assault on a minor. Skip, skip. So at the party, Susie Johnson, a literal teen, yeah. has popped out of a pie practically naked along with a bunch of birds that also flew out of the pie. Okay, what the fuck? Sorry. Yep, there were birds in the pie. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> Was she holding all the birds? Like, come on, guys. We're going to jump out. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> she had bird friends. After flying out of the pie, Susie Johnson is understood to have, quote, posed by electric light, which is a euphemism for sex work. So she's a young girl. By today's standards, you can't do sex work that young. Right. So it is not oh, sex work. Yep. And then Susie disappears off the face of the earth, yeah. never to be seen again. Yeah, she probably got murdered. Yeah. Bummer. Six years later. Sorry, Susie. Yeah. R.I.P. in peace. It's 1901. First stripper in cake. I know. <gasps> we should have a memorial. We should. We should jump out of cake. We should. With birds. Yes. Pigeons. Pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> so six years later, it's 1901. Stanford White gets close with a girl named Evelyn Nesbitt. It's possible that he may have known her at the party in 1895, but she would have been 12. Ugh. So we're just going to hold off yeah. and say that they started to know each other in 1901. They just met just now. She knows about this party and says things about this party. So it was in her mind about it. So she was whether that is because Pie Girl Dinner became like a sensation in the news, mm -hmm. who knows? Okay. She's 16. He's 48. Ew! They established, quote, a caretaking relationship to help her get established as a model. Okay. One night, White brings Evelyn to his apartment for dinner. He gives her champagne, and she passes out, skip. likely roofied. Skip, skip. And he sexually assaults her while she's passed out. Barf! Go die somewhere. Yeah. So after this, Evelyn and White stay relatively close. For six months, they acted as lovers. After this, they drifted apart but remained, quote, in touch and on good terms. Which, I mean, I understand, like, if you've groomed a minor, they might not see it for face value what it is. Also, yeah. it's 1906, oh, like, she's women's totally... rights at the time. Like, What's that one song? Um, oh, you do what you do to me. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Exactly. 
<laughs> Stockholm syndrome. That's what she like. Okay, when right. you yeah, become a victim know. that young, and you are basically groomed into a relationship where you have nothing else to confide in, you don't have a mother figure, whatever it is, and you're lacking that as a child, you are going to hang on to whatever semblance of parental figure you well, can fucking find. Even still, there's not going to be education of right. like. Yeah. They're not labeling it sexual assault back then. No. They're not labeling it as child rape. They're not labeling it as any of those things. It's literally just... This is my a- wife. Shut up, dude. Go get a fucking... God, the words are not coming out of my fucking brain today. Yeah. Well, go get a lobotomy. There we go. That's a great idea. I think he should. We should lobotomize. So around this time... Evelyn meets a very rich man named Harry Kendall Thaw. He relentlessly tries to court her. Okay. He wants her to be his wife. Okay. Then Evelyn tells him about how White assaulted her. Okay. And that she's not a virgin because of it. Oh, God. Thaw is upset, but continues to pursue Evelyn, and they get married. Oh. 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 I thought he was going to fucking try to kill her or some shit for not being a virgin. Yeah, I don't I know put if, it past okay, him, you know? I want your impression of Thaw because I don't know if I like him. And we'll come back to this. So it's now 1906, late June. Evelyn and Thaw are about to embark on a trip to Europe. Okay. They're attending a show, Mamselle Champagne. Okay. It, I think it's Ooh. supposed to be Ma- Mamselle? Mamselle Champagne. All right. A- M-A-M Lily. apostrophe Z-E-L-L-E. I don't know how you say Yes? I took French, um, so Mademoiselle is... Yeah, it's like a... a, It's like like an abbreviated way to say it. But I've never seen it with a Z. Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle. I think it's just like a... It's probably just like a showy. Yeah. Mm. Fancier version. Lady Champagne. All right, Lady Champagne. Fuck it up. Miss Champagne. So they're attending the show at the Rooftop Garden Theater at Madison Square Garden. Miss Champagne would be my drag name. Ooh. Anyways... It's a hot June evening, and Thaw is dressed as if it's winter. Okay. He's wearing a long black overcoat, and he's refused to remove it throughout the evening. He has a gun. At 11 p.m., the show was finally coming to a close, and Stanford White appears at his usual table. Thaw gets up, approaches White, then backs away, then approaches White, then backs away. In the finale, I Could Love a Million Girls begins, and Thaw approaches White, draws a pistol from his long black overcoat and fires three shots into White's head from two feet away while shouting either, you've ruined my life, or you've ruined my wife. Oh. Not sure. Fun little mix up there. Because when you're shooting a gun, it's hard to hear what you're saying. Yeah. You ruined... Okay, so... (sighs) So... Man's got a gun. Man wants to shoot, doesn't shoot. Wants to shoot, doesn't shoot. Yeah, he gets then, nervous. He gets nervous. He gets the nervous. The finale begins, which ironically is called that's, I Could Love a Million Girls. That's fucking funny. Okay, if he said, you ruined my life, if we take that as what he said, his quote, yeah, that means that he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And he, oh, your life got ruined because your wife isn't a virgin? Well, shut he, up. Okay, but also it could be the trauma you put upon right. your wife. Yeah, okay. Like... But then... Either way, it's an asshole thing to say. If he says, well, but if you ruined my wife, like, that's... I understand that. Well, so ruined was also... You you weren't it. Well, if somebody was ruined, if a girl were ruined, that was the old-timey way of saying she wasn't a virgin. And? Oh, I guess we liked virginity, huh? Yeah. So it was like something, like, obviously right now it's totally meaningless it's just a construct of the patriarchy yeah fuck the patriarchy it's a fucked up idea you're such a feminist i love it but back then it was a core thing like yeah virginity virgin you you have to be virgin and if anyone else looks at your virgin ass i'm gonna kick their ass and then i'm gonna kick your ass for being looked at yeah anyways this fucking guy shoots that other fucking guy yeah so the crowd thought it was a joke at first. Oh, nice. And then they realized White was actually dead. Cool. Thaw was taken into police custody. Evelyn was shocked. She stayed at a friend's apartment for a couple days. Within a week, Thomas fucking Edison had rushed production and released a film called Rooftop Murder for public viewing. 
what the fuck does Thomas Edison have anything to gain from this? He saw an opportunity. He's like, I'm going to make a movie about this murder. Thomas Edison is a freak. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then the trial begins. Okay. A couple quick bits on this case. The judge banned women from the courtroom, unless they were female reporters. Get over yourself. And Nesbitt was called to the stand to chat about her relationship with White. Before this, the essay had been a secret at White's request. Okay. Fuck that guy. But also, remember Susie Johnson? Yeah. Well, Evelyn had heard about Susie. Oh. During the trial, Evelyn said, quote, I told Mr. White I had heard later he had ruined the girl that night, but he only laughed. So this would have been, she's talking about the night yeah. that Got it. pie girl disappears off the face of the earth. Yes. So after 47 hours of this courtroom nonsense, the jurors are deadlocked. Some were saying Thaw was a murderer and others were saying he was protecting, quote, innocent womanhood. So killing a man was an act of chivalry. <sighs> God, I don't know, man. I feel the same way. Like, I'm hung. <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> hung, dude. My dick is huge. Um, No, I, like, I feel the same way. Like, okay. Uh, like, Doing the God's work, but you're also an asshole. Don't fucking shoot people. But also, like, I understand why you shot him. But also, like, you probably shouldn't have fucking shot him. Like, it's not your choice to make. If someone else dies, but also like you did a nasty thing to just like a gal, you know, and I think all people should die when they do nasty things to gals. So, you know, maybe I'm not the best judge for this trial. Thank God I'm not a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So they got nowhere with this trial. Okay. So there was a second trial. Of course. And this one ended with Thaw pleading to, quote, temporary insanity. So <laughs> Thaw ends up in the Mateawan State Hospital for the Criminally Insane in Beacon, New York. Yeah, pump him up. But he's wealthy. He's able to stay comfortable. Mm-hmm. His money buys him permissions not granted for the others at the facility. Yeah. And in 1915, he's judged sane and released. I am going to start saying, when I feel crazy, I have temporary insanity. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling? How, how are you, Sierra? Temporary insanity, currently. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for asking. Interestingly, yeah. Evelyn gives birth to a son, All right. Russell Wilson Thaw. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's Owen a footballer. Wilson. Russell Wilson yeah. is the Broncos guy. Yeah. He was on the Seahawks. My cousin used to throw the ball under his legs at Russell Wilson. <laughs> what? The guy that throws the ball under his legs to the quarterback during football. Oh. That oh. was my cousin. So he used to play football. My cousin used to be the starting center for the uh, Seattle Seahawks in the National oh, Football Oh, okay. League. There we go. I was trying to... Dumb it down for you. Well, that made less sense to All me. All right. Well, my brother and used to Starting be center would it just mean that he played on the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Russell Wilson Russell, Crow. Russell Wilson Crow. Wow. <laughs> Russell <laughs> Owen. Russell Owen Wilson. Crow Wilson. Owen Crow Wilson. Great. So <laughs> Evelyn gives birth to a son on October 25th, 1910 in Berlin, Germany. All right. And this is while Thaw is still in the... The France. place. The France? In the criminally insane house. Oh. New York? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. She claims it's Thaw's son and that they conceived it while Thaw was at this hospital or whatever facility. It was okay. not a hospital. So they were... Okay, so she was getting like special private visits because he's right. rich and right. they were fucking banging it out. Yeah. Banging it out in the coat closet. Mm-hmm. Pregnant. Only issue. Only issue... Thaw denied paternity, and we'll never know. They should get him on uh, Jerry Springer. No, Maury. Yeah. Who's the daddy? Yeah. Who is it? Who is it? Paternity test. Paternity test court. So good. So this was essentially (laughs) the first big case of the 20th century. Yeah. So Pie Girl Dinner was dubbed the trial of the century. Pie Girl Dinner. Pie Girl Dinner. And it repopularized people jumping out of cakes, especially (gasps) naked women. Yes, yes. But let's not forget, the girl that made it possible was a teen who was assaulted immediately after and disappeared. Yeah. 
and the only reason we know about it is the same assaulter also assaulted another young girl and got shot three times in the head for it while the song I Could Love a Million Girls was playing. (laughs) Yeah. What a wonderful story you just told me, Colin. You're welcome. Now I feel bad because I think strippers and cake are funny. Yeah. And I think they're a fun little thing. They are. I'm. It makes and me sad that I just learned the history because now I feel like I just can't have fun with it anymore. Thanks a lot. Well, we just have to like make sure that everyone that jumps out of cake is an adult. And safe. And, and a yes. room full of people that will protect her. Yes. All the strippers that jump out of cake come to our house. I mean, I'm all for kids jumping out of cakes. Sure. But not performatively. Well, Without their consent or their parents' consent. I could do without the kid. And without the... Give me the cake. Sexualizing it Don't fuck the kid. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. Jesus. (laughs) Get rid of the kid. Give me the cake. Oh, my God. I don't need kids jumping out of anything. I don't need kids anywhere, actually. Yeah. Let's not do that. No kids near my fucking red velvet. Absolutely not. (laughs) No kids named Geneva. Kids aren't smart enough to comprehend red velvet. You yeah. tell me, uh, you ask any seven-year-old, what's their favorite kind of cake? Chocolate. Vanilla. No, red velvet. Yeah, because there's only two flavors. They're not old enough to comprehend it. It's mine. <laughs> See, our red velvet is just chocolate. Red velvet is just chocolate. <gasps> Shut up. No You're way. an elitist. Wait. Yeah. Yes. Red it's velvet just is chocolate. just chocolate With flavored? eight pounds of red food coloring. Yeah. It. Red velvet's just chocolate cake. With red in it. Hi, Colin. Welcome to Earth. It sucks here. Red velvet is just chocolate cake. <laughs> I don't even like. I, Did you think it tasted like cake? What, I don't know. Red. It tasted I, like I red. <laughs> when I thought about red velvet earlier, I couldn't think of a red flavor. velvet tastes like red. I want fucking cake so bad, right? I love you cake. Go to the store. <laughs> I love. I would love some cake. Cake. Too. Some carrot that cake. Mm. Can we go to the grocery store right now? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And get cake. Absolutely. Oh. But first, do you have any notes up thoughts? Oh, let me peruse here. Nope. What about you? I have one. Yeah, go ahead. Is the top of the bean in Chicago super smooth? Because the bottom is all scratched up. There's like scratches all over it. So is the top just really smooth and shiny? Well, okay. Think about how many fucking like birds and hail, like natural. Uh, you know what I mean? You're right. Nature. You it can't all be the questions. smooth. But what I never got when I've just, seen it. I'm just using deductive reasoning, Colin. I don't know if that's actually true. You're probably right. But like. I didn't think about weather. It's exposed to the elements. I thought they you know just like I mean? put it away sometimes. Sometimes I do that with my residents. Like they come to me with a question and they're like, why is this this way? And I'm like, maybe because of this. Maybe. And they're like, you're so smart. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm literally not. I'm not that smart. I can just. I think about things before I answer most of the time. Yeah. Except but in this see, podcast. What doesn't make sense is mm-hmm. the underside, like the really high up part that you can't touch. Yeah. Underside it. Yeah. So no hail. Yeah. It's still scratched. I think. People probably chuck shit at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's huge mm-hmm. and probably it's probably tempting to throw something at it. It is. If we ever <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Peanut Gallery. Bean Nut Gallery. Bean Nut Gallery. Chicago Bean Nut Gallery. We have to go to the store to get red velvet cake right now. We thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for telling me about strippers and cake. Absolutely. I want a male stripper and cake for my bachelorette party for the man that I don't even know if I'm ever going to marry because I don't even know if I'm, I don't know. Anyways. We will have a stripper and cake. No matter what. At some point. At my funeral. Oh my fucking God. Wait, never (laughs) mind. Fuck the bachelorette party. Funeral. There better (laughs) be. But it's secretly you and you're inside a cannon. And I'm dead. My dead body. You shoot my dead body out of a cannon into the woods. That's what they should have done with grandpa's body. Yeah. Instead of freeze them? No. Okay, here's my dying wish. All right, just for the podcast and the internet. When I die, <laughs> I want you to put my dead body inside of a cake, inside of a cannon, inside of a camel, inside of a lamb, <laughs> inside of a pig. <laughs> and then I want you to point it at the forest. All right? <laughs> okay? And then when you're doing my whole eulogy or whatever, shoot that sucker off. And blast me into the forest. Let the birds have me. Let the animals have me. I'm giving back to nature. They'd have to eat. And then you guys can have cake. And everybody's happy. Everybody's winning. Shoot me out of a cake. Shoot my dead body out of a cake into the forest. 
You guys get the cake. The animals get me. Everybody wins. Yay. The cake guys get paid. Play the sound. Yay. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed learning about strippers and cake, go give us five stars. Join us next week when we talk about... Bye. Bye. Cake, 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 cake,